0: Hey welcome everybody back to Rocky and Cheetah Show and sorry you missed us we've been live for the past 30 minutes and none of you knew about it we're just driving down the road talking recording with no audience but thank you all for being here we appreciate it Cheetah how are you doing?
1: I'm good how are you? Good.
0: You know we, we missed you last week you're out what getting your nails done pedophile? Yeah
1: some wax pedophile. <laughs> what do Whoa! they call that stuff you know? A pedicure oh. maybe? <laughs>
0: my mistake apparently
1: i try <laughs> to stay away from the pedophiles no. <laughs> okay <Good>. <laughs> just <laughs> who, i got
0: a little concerned from it who you're hanging out with on your downtime so to speak
1: all oh, right <laughs> yes i'm trying to cut back mm-hmm. cut back <laughs> on the pedophile usage well,
0: well that's good because I, I know you're out with your daughter i'm glad that you're not going that way so what did you do and your daughter do you're you're out for the day and you and your daughter kind of hanging out what are you doing
1: we're looking for pedophiles no, I'm just <laughs> did you just find
0: kidding.
1: any no <laughs> oh, good actually we went to breakfast it was really nice She want we went to got some brunch and we did actually get our a pedicure pedicure um and then just did some shopping so it was a nice uh, mommy daughter day.
0: excellent Ow. now for lunch you didn't happen to have any edibles or anything like that no, no. Good.
1: It was a little too early in the day ah. for
0: that. <laughs> well, well, we'll get we'll get back to that that edible saying a little bit later in this conversation. We have two special guests today, very interesting guests for all our listeners out there, Karensa and Kaylin from Dime Industries. Hi.
1: Hi. Welcome, you guys. Welcome.
0: Thank you. And you Florida. know what's so cool? It's a mother daughter duo. Whoa, very <laughs> yeah. special. So now, officially, all you pedophiles out there tune out immediately. You are cut <laughs> off. You're not part of this conversation. <laughs> so I'll start with you, Karensa. So, you've been in cannabis a while, both personally and business wise. What's your connection to cannabis? How did you get into it from a business standpoint?
2: Well, really being a consumer. So Mm -hmm. I had my little favorite spa I went to and got to You said spa or spot? Spot, like my my, my favorite dispensary (laughs) Um, that was up at my house or whatever. So I went in obviously frequently (laughs) and um, the owner and I just kind of, you know, became like friends and just discussing stuff over time. And... You know, I express always like having an interest in starting my own thing, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Why don't you?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> and so, where, where do I get the book?
0: <laughs> yeah, literally, it's easy like, one, two, three. Yeah,
2: and so he's like, "Well, I'll help you, and I'll help you get a delivery going." And so I started with a prop two fifteen, a uh, little de- medical delivery. So that was that was how I started. I mean, you know, being a user for a long time, I was familiar, obviously, with, like, the range of products. And um, it was really cool, too. He would, like, kind of let me hang out in the back at, at the dispensary mm-hmm. where, you know, they were. And obviously, it was more relaxed back then. <laughs> Not like oh, a, yeah. Now, pre-reg. You know, they <laughs> were,
1: d- just d- they out they were the dabbing store. in the office. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Smoking in there. <laughs> <laughs> Walk <laughs> in. You're, like, already yeah. high before. You're, like, you I'm trying I, to do this business yeah. deal. I'm high Am I house. really going
0: to work today or is it just a yeah. play day? Every day? Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Medicaid examples. Oh, that oh. All love. Stuff, all of them stuff. <laughs> so it was cool though, cause he let me sit in the back and as you know, other vendors were coming in, he'd introduced me. So it was great before I even started, I had like a little base already. Like I knew some of these people and he kind of introduced me and gave me some connections. So it was great. Like it really helped like my quote unquote launch. So, um, you know, it, he, he really helped out a lot. So mm-hmm. it was it was really nice having like some like kind of mentor. Um, yeah. Even though we didn't re- do anything, like I was w- once I got it started, was like okay, you're, you're done, you're out on your own, you're in and you're the show. Figure it
1: out. <laughs> so, wow, well, that sounds like my story. Go figure it out. Yeah, so pretty I was like, much. Fine, challenge, accept. <laughs> exactly. <Let's cut. laughs> oh, yeah. Oh so. yes.
0: All these self-sufficient women out there. <laughs>
1: that's right.
0: Which which begs the question. So you basically ran your own delivery service and what's long been considered a man's industry, 100%. cannabis for the all the years that it's been illegal now, you know, 70 plus years, been illegal, it's been dominated by men in business. Oh yeah. So, you're a lady coming into it, pseudo mentored by a man. Mm-hmm. How did that feel to go, wow, all these guys I'm dealing with on the business side. How do I fit into this?
2: Um it was interesting cuz definitely a lot of times like if you reached out to, you know, a vendor or to whatever companies, you know, uh, immediately they would assume you were a man. So anytime mm. like I got any kind of correspondence back, it was like, hey brother, what's up?" Yeah. like, you know, <laughs> whatever. And I'm just like, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm not a brother. Let's clear the bad. air <laughs> I'm immediately. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it was just um, definitely a lot of, you know, a lot of more biasings things and a lot of more um, than uh, in that just whole strength in the industry wasn't represent being represented by women Mm -hmm. so it was nice to be able to be like no this is my business i'm running Mm -hmm. this this is my you know i don't have a co-owner or Mm -hmm. you know whatever well i bet
0: your husband's calling the shots behind the scenes that kind of deal all the
2: time or be like oh your husband or your boyfriend i'm single Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i'm single i'm running this whoa that's a mind blower right there (laughs) what a single lady
0: (laughs) doing this yeah no friggin way
2: yeah so it was definitely you know i I had a little challenges but it was great i think overall it was embraced and Mm -hmm. people thought it was great especially other women in cannabis were like yes like oh we're gonna help you extra yeah it's like we love that you're doing this so you know it was it was nice it was so
0: so other women did that help contribute to your success then you kind of had a bond and they worked with you they bought products and so forth
2: oh yeah yeah like other vendors they just you know i don't know they just liked supporting Mm -hmm you know, the fact that I was a woman owned business, yeah. especially, you know, in that little teeny, teeny wedge of the pie you sure. know, of a women owned cannabis business. So
0: yeah, very, very few. Mm-hmm. So what makes it even more interesting. So you're woman in kind of a very, very male dominated business, single, single mom at that. Mm-hmm. And then now we pan over to this side of the room and whoa, <laughs> guess what daughter come and join me. Yes. How did that happen?
2: That happened because mommy had lots of orders and needed help.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you picked up out of the crib and said, can you roll this joint for me or what? Um,
2: well, obviously I, I mean, I've been a consumer pretty much since high school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by the time Caitlin came around, I was already, a, you know, a user. So I loved my cannabis. Um, obviously back then it was I think maybe she was just a couple years old when I first got my first uh, medical card. Mm -hmm. So I did try to do it all legit. I did do it for the medical side of it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So I had my card pretty much most of her life. I I went some crazy way out, you know, place to get it. There was like no place in town. Like Mm -hmm. literally I drove like three or four hours. So it was like it was crazy. It was like those whole Wild Wild West kind of times.
0: (laughs) Which is pretty Um, scary in itself. Yeah. You're driving far. out. Where am I going to? Again, not to belabor this, but a woman going way out someplace else to buy something that was still technically very, very illegal, medical card or not. Yeah. It's very illegal. Like, where am I going? And people are looking at me. Yeah. And here's single mommy walking in the door. Were you scared?
2: Uh, no. I'm not really scared. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, uh... I don't know, I'm pretty strong person, pretty bold person, so I I really get um, worried or scared of things, but um, it was definitely different. I mean, you know, sometimes you get like certain looks or, you know, maybe they don't help you the same or, you know, same service or whatever. Yeah. Kind of like back then anyway, sure. where it's like now I, I feel like a lot of that's gone away, but, um, you know, having her kind of grow up around it obviously was an <laughs> easier you know lead into her yeah. um starting to consume it herself <laughs> but um yeah we you know she's always been around it pretty well much. we're gonna
0: get kaylin's take on this in just a moment we're gonna take a quick break and come back we want to hear the daughter's perspective on the cannabis business be right back to the rocky and cheetah show Hey, fun fans. Welcome back to the Rocky and Cheetah Show. It today is the mommy daughter show. <laughs> Cheetah, what do you think about that? So we just heard from Carenza from Dime Industries talking about how she got into the business, very male centric business. Mm-hmm. And now she's brought her daughter Kaylin into the business. And, I
1: think that's super exciting. Uh, now you have, a, you have a daughter. So yeah. uh, what would you think? well first off i've always been honest with my kids it's funny because when i got in this industry and i came from you know corporate america before getting into this industry almost four years ago i worked for corporate businesses and so um getting into this was like totally (laughs) taking a high you know going off the high dive jumping (laughs) off the high dive like you want to get into this okay Mm -hmm. i remember the first day on the job i was told you know you could get arrested are you cool with that i'm like what? What do you mean arrested? I'm not trying to go to jail. That's the thrilling
0: um, side of life. Come on. (laughs)
1: But at the same time, you're right. It actually was thrilling because we got to create something that was new and fresh Mm. and there wasn't a lot of rules. So we got to kind of learn as we went and Mm. took a deeper dive. And then I got really, really excited about uh, training and education because we go to multiple dispensaries and these bud tenders were just like, Talking about this like it was nothing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is medicine. So I got really entrenched in learning that. And since I'm in learning, training, and education, I was always upfront and honest with my kids. I have a 12 year old boy and a 16 year old daughter. And when I first got in the industry, I was upfront with them right from the beginning, told them what I was doing. And my daughter was just not happy. She's like, oh my god, you got a weed job? And <laughs> you what do you do? You sell weed? What you, you know? And she just made it sound very ugly. Yeah. And it took a lot of, I think, a lot of training and, and, and having those really deep conversations around this isn't just a drug that people use recreationally. This is actually a plant that grows from the ground. It's natural and it's healing people. It's medicine. This is a, a great alternative to prescription drugs this is a great alternative for healing and I think the more and more talking about it the more she's going to understand that it's used that way that way if she does get to a point where she wants to partake I really hope she comes to me Totally. right instead of her friends off the street or somebody off the street and God knows what she's smoking or using right Mm -hmm. because now I can't control that Mm -hmm. so the more education I could provide for her the better she'll be if she ever decides to partake I don't advocate for her to do that um, as you guys know out there 25 your brain is still growing until age 25 so I'm not an advocate for her to you know use it regularly obviously but CBD like she does cheerleading yeah. and she'll come home with some muscle pain and stuff and with topicals I'm pretty okay with that because it doesn't breach the bloodstream and yeah. but it can help with her surface pain totally. and so you know I've been teaching her on how to use that for her pain management and that's helped yeah so it's been exciting but she still has a little bit of that stigma yeah. you know still calls it weed yeah, and I'm yeah. sorry that name drives me nuts <laughs> because it just keeps the slang on there I'm like call it cannabis yeah you know and so yeah. little by little I'm just trying to get her to a place where she's more accepting of it. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to get society more accepting of it. So I still have a way to go. But I'm excited because now you've been able to guide your daughter through this journey and experience. And now um, we have Kaylin here. And you are now part of the business. So Kaylin, talk to us about your experience and how you got in the business and your experience from the beginning of it.
3: Well, back when I was a kid, I definitely was more against it. Like your daughter, I did not. Like my mom smoking weed, as I (laughs)
1: called it. It wasn't cannabis
0: back then. (laughs) It was weed. Yeah,
3: Yeah, I definitely, I would get so upset about it. And then when I was a senior in high school, right before my graduation, I ended up trying edibles for the first time.
1: All right. Wait. (laughs) So wait, 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 wait.
0: Your first time was (laughs) edible. You didn't smoke. You didn't do anything else. You went right to edibles.
3: I was so against the smoking side of it. Like I don't like to smoke cigarettes or any tobacco products or anything like that, so smoking weed to me even was... Gross <laughs> at first, and then once I smoked it, I loved it. <laughs> but yeah, that first experience with edibles was a
0: little much. <laughs> yeah, most people go, "Ooh, edibles." They put up their you know skull and crossbones over it, and you dove right in. I've, I I've never you, been that
3: high in my life. <laughs> uh, I was say, how
0: much did you eat?
3: Um, uh, hard to tell. We split a chocolate bar back in you know before yeah. it was med uh, days, and they were only a hundred milligrams, so. It
0: a chocolate bar oh it sounds like a couple of hundred to me yeah it was <laughs>
3: definitely a good dose
1: <laughs> so what changed your mind to now embrace this and get into the business what are you passionate about when it comes to cannabis
3: so i did start trying cannabis and um i decided to try all different aspects of it just smoking it and then eventually my mom started her delivery so when I started helping her with her delivery services and then we started going to like the underground, you know, cannabis Yeah shows that they used to do and that was when i tried wax for the first time oh now, now i'm a hardcore
0: you are, man. <laughs> you are super hardcore
3: yeah Ouch. i remember that first show she took
0: me to wait wait you remember the first are you sure you d- remember it <laughs> <laughs> or you remembered what you didn't remember i
3: remember i did 10 dabs
0: yeah oh. <laughs> mommy raised you right <laughs>
3: We're high tolerance. <laughs>
1: that is hardcore. Uh, she
3: was like, you need to stop. And I'm like, they're free. No. <laughs> Why would I stop? I'm telling you, back in those pre-rec days, it was good times. <laughs> like, <laughs> go get
2: all the free samples. Yeah. Oh, you want to dab? Have a dab. Like, at these shows. Those. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh. Any, any you adult children out there want to be adopted? Karenza's bringing you in. She's taking good <laughs> care, taking care of your you.
3: Application for <laughs> other <by> children. <laughs> but, yeah, so I started helping her with her delivery more. And then, obviously, that introduced me to more. Uh, products, you know, so I was getting more information about CBD and um, vapes and, you know, concentrates versus flour and what the difference was Mm -hmm. and having to tell people if they had questions and stuff like that. So it definitely educated me more. I'm one of those people that definitely learns more from telling other people about stuff. So that definitely helped me. And then, um, you know, once the med days started to change, you know, once it all went wreck, everything kind of changed. And obviously now she's working here for Dime. So uh, she got me... Going as a demo girl now with you guys as well.
0: (laughs) Well, how did that come about? So, Corinza, you were already working for Dime, got it pretty well entrenched. Now you're able to get a daughter, a job with the same company as you. How did that happen?
3: So, so I'm actually an esthetician. So, (gasps) I got my license last uh, spring and Mm -hmm. I was planning on making my business more legitimate this year. I went back and forth a lot last year whether I was going to, you know work for myself work for someone else so this year I was like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna start my own business and then I was like okay when I get back from my vacation in March that's when I'll start so when we got back from our vacation in March You're is right. obviously when everything was shut down Ooh. because of COVID. So
2: Literally, like, the day she got back, like, was when, like, you know, grocery stores were shutting all the down, like, oh. 8 oh. o'clock. So she was Change. literally like, Mom, go to the grocery store and get me toilet paper and, like, all these and things. And then you couldn't oh. that- find any toilet yeah. paper at that point. I think yeah. I got, I got to the last, like, of whatever. It was wild. So, yeah, it was. So then she, you know, couldn't work. And um, I had been working with time. Obviously not during the pandemic time either. Um, but as things were slowly um, getting back, you know, to opening up, they um, promoted me to a new position. So I started as their NorCal account manager. Um, so I've been doing that now for uh, a few months and it was like, okay, well, cause I, you know, was doing demos before and and um, started in this, uh, account managing position and like very quickly (laughs) got to the point where I'm like, I don't have time to do all these (laughs) demos, especially with all my Colas (laughs) stores. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, well I need a little help. And it just turned out perfect. I'm like, you know, I mentioned to, um, you know, my boss is at Dime and was like, hey, my daughter has all this cannabis experience. She used to you know, she's already worked my for God, me. Look at the pedigree. She's a, yeah, she's, a, um, you know, obviously a consumer herself. So, um, and she loves to talk. <laughs> so, so I'm like, this is I perfect, talk she'll talk. Everybody's ear off all about Dime, don't worry. So yeah, it was it was just a perfect fit and great timing. Um, you know, she can still do her other other things, but you know, it's great that she's able to fit in with us. and mm-hmm. Um, she likes our products, obviously, so it's very easy to, for her to go and talk about them. So, so you work both out.
0: work for Dime. You're both out in the field. What's it like to... pre? The names of your products. The Powerful Battery. Mm-hmm. The Tank. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> very macho-sounding, powerful <laughs> cannabis products. That's right. Two ladies, mom and daughter. What's it like to present these... Macho masculine products.
3: Well, they are pretty heavy duty, but they're sleek and very, mm-hmm. you know, pretty to, to the, <laughs> the eye. Like people are always like, oh, that looks so cool. And um, so the, the look of it definitely helps us, yeah. you know, like we're looking cute in our dime clothes, you know, and we've got this nice battery setup, and they give us a good display to set up too. So we've got a nice setup. You know, I we, want one of those tank to tops, Carenza. Oh, right? okay, I
2: bring be They're so
1: cute. <laughs> Um, i know know you guys can't see but they're really cute (laughs) they're really cute and they go with
0: the dime oversized beach ball in the corner here as well
2: (laughs) (laughs) but i blew up last time But no, I mean, um, you know, our product is a very kind of a mask, you know, this is heavy duty. Yeah. And like you said, the tank instead of the carton type mm-hmm. of thing, but um, it's also very pretty. Yeah. You know, so, we have so our do people play into that? flavors and our pretty looks, <laughs> uh, you know, we appeal to both sides.
0: <laughs> so do you think that actually helps you then? Being ladies presenting this kind of heavy duty product, but this sleek way, and when you guys talk about it, it makes it sound that much more elite.
2: Mm hmm. I think so. I mean, um, I feel like it's, well, I mean, it's like I said, it's so pretty and all the yummy flavors and you know, just the yeah. heavy duty of it. It's, it's really nice, like pretty easy. sell. like, you know, customers come in, once they see it, they're like, oh wow, this looks really nice. Like if it works as good yeah. as you say it does, then <laughs> I'll give it a try. So that's, you know, it's been great.
0: You mentioned yummy flavors. Cheetah, isn't there a yummy flavor they have that you <laughs> like? Well, what, what, what was that?
1: Well, for those of you that may not know, I did do some research on some sensual strains out there that, you know,
0: like, like book research or like. Uh, lab Maybe researcher. a little bit of both types
1: of research without giving out too much away. That's for our next podcast. Mm. That'll be the After Dark show <laughs> that we'll be doing. Stay <laughs> tuned. But there's, um, there's two strains that actually help to intensify um, sensuality and that yes. is uh, Girl Scale Cookies and Bubblegum Kush, which I know Dime has a Bubblegum Kush strain available in their cartridges. You guys got to yeah. check them out. It's really great.
0: So I've got a tank loaded with bubblegum kush <laughs> oh man you're ready what a to night go. it's gonna be damn that's, now, that's right. a huge selling point mm-hmm. uh listeners i think you got something right here man you want the tank yeah. loaded with bubblegum
1: and cush. isn't it in the pink is it oh, yeah. coded? so look at it. it, guys it's october it's breast mm-hmm. cancer awareness month oh, come mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. support the color pink this mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. Yeah, that perfect
3: was, that
2: was
1: one First of my favorite ties right in.
3: was the color the color coding.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's a really good it's because people like visuals. You talked about your packaging. Mm-hmm. It's very attractive. And remember, sex sells. Mm-hmm. So something that looks sleek, people will purchase on looks alone sometimes mm-hmm. before they even um, try the product. So having a nice package and a nice device actually does help.
0: It sounds sure. like my uh yeah. former dates. <laughs> Really, (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get into a little more about women and (laughs) cannabis and not my personal life in just a moment. Be right back at the Rocky and Cheetah Show. Hey fans, welcome back to the Rocky and Cheetah Show. And uh, you know, we were just talking about women and cannabis and the stigma of the the stoner mom how bad it is especially seems like in suburbia at that mm-hmm. so you know ladies I'm the, I'm the dumb guy here I don't know what the hell's going on but <laughs> the one thing I know is statistics and I don't know those worth a damn either but <sighs> women consume cannabis 75% to men's 25% yet they make up one third of the purchasers for cannabis but in the household they make 65 70% of the household purchases why are women hiding their cannabis use? What gives? Stigma.
2: It's for sure the the stigma. So like,
0: like you're just a dumb stoner or what? Yeah, yeah,
2: like, you know, it's everyone's fine with, you know, mommy drinking her wine and all of that, but the second mommy takes a hit off her joint, now she's like a loser and mm-hmm. apparently can't, you know. Take care of her children now because she's high, <laughs> and it's like, what is the difference? <laughs> I feel like it's much easier to be high than drunk. You yeah. know what I mean? And take I'll care take of a your stoner children. mom over an alcoholic mom. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what is, so, right. I mean, yeah. So it's very terrible that you know us us stoner moms who just need a little yeah. little you know chill, just a little bit of chill on on top mm-hmm. of our day. You know, have this big stigma. And so it's so like, it's a
0: stigma, but if uh, two thirds, maybe even three quarters of cannabis consumers are women. And yet they're all hiding it. Wait a minute. Some, something's backwards here. Mm-hmm. So tons of the population is consuming cannabis mm-hmm. and they're all hiding it. Nobody's talking about what are they doing in their closet?
3: I yes <laughs> in their bathrooms <laughs> with the fan on. But i but mean i knows. used to i did <laughs> used to hide in my room
2: and smoke you know and the, blow it in the fan or whatever because you know i didn't want it to be around the kids and yeah well you're 100
1: percent right it's the stigma it's not socially acceptable still alcohol what? is
2: yeah
1: right if you know you could tell your kids yeah i'm having a drink here and there it's wine oh it's kind of fancy no it's alcohol yeah But with cannabis, it's still not socially acceptable. So I think parents don't know how to approach the conversation.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? So Mm -hmm. if they're doing it, and right now, cannabis is helping so many people with COVID going on. There's a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. going on, depression going on. And so people need this to level out their, you know, balance them out. And that's better than these prescription drugs people are taking. But they still don't know how to approach it openly. Yeah. There's still, the stigma, like you said, is still prevalent. It's still up.
2: Well, like you said you know, especially in schools, like, kids are still learning, like, marijuana is bad, like, it's all Mm -hmm. bad, it's part of the drugs, Mm -hmm. you know, and of course, the Schedule C classification of it is not helping any, right, so, you know, until that gets released and then gets declassified it's gonna be you know an issue so it's like that part of the problem with that too is the school well like yep. it's not socially acceptable it's not accepted by the government or whatever so then it's not okay but isn't so. it that
0: that so the weekend football games all the moms are on the sidelines drinking alcohol in their little mm-hmm. sippy cups or what, yep. whatever it is so very they're, true. They're okay they can get snockered off their butt at the football game yeah. go home pass out or yeah. worse yet, get in their car and drive, drive the, kids the kids home, home. during that mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah but, oh
0: my god cannabis yeah. marijuana yeah uh what have i done to it? Yeah. How, how did i go down this road what's yeah. terrible yeah so carinza how did in, in your household growing up i mean what was cannabis thought of back then
2: um well my dad was really against it he didn't like it at all
3: get um, back here
2: so it, that was the challenge definitely on that side of things although now it's funny now he's coming around and he's like well he got like his own little mm-hmm. book i didn't get it for him he ah. on his own went found this little cbd book all about <laughs> cbd like you know he's trying to educate himself with life, which i think is really cute um because you know that little stigma part's finally yeah. getting dropped off which is nice what do you think
0: like about his granddaughter getting into the business
3: he's not stoked about it I am sure by now he knows I smoke weed. But yeah. I definitely hide that from him.
0: But now you're actually I'm like, oh, he's now coming. So I'm gonna, like
3: <laughs> run and hide it in the bathroom <laughs> like. But now you
0: now you're dealing weed, man. Out <laughs> <laughs> in the open.
3: Yeah. Well, he's like, he's like oh. <laughs> You're working for a cannabis company now and I'm like, Yep, I go so pen carts. Like yeah. it's really not that different than going and working any other retail job. Yeah. Like Well especially now,
2: it's not like you can you know, that you can't, well, you can't uh, even do smoke samples it. or anything. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
3: my boyfriend's like, Oh, you're gonna be smoking more and I'm like it's not like back in the day when you could smoke in in house, yeah. you know, like I can't smoke the whole time I'm there. So it's actually probably better for me. There's, there's a minimum of three break. hours I gotta stay. <laughs> <laughs> three, three hour
2: tea break
0: <laughs> sooner or later i got to get to work here <laughs> consciously <laughs> ah. <laughs>
2: So, um, but mom, my mom was a smoker, so it was such a different wow. dynamic. Cause mom was cool. I mean, she wasn't. I mean, you know, she had to put the mom front yeah, on. Sure. You know, but really, you know, she was. She's also go a lightweight.
3: She takes like two hits off her joint. and She's like, "Why are you still smoking?" I'm like, "You took <laughs> one hit. Like, yeah, it's not enough for everybody
0: else." You heard it here so. first. My mom's a lightweight.
3: <laughs> no, my grandma. Yeah, grandma's a grandma. lightweight. Not mom. Yeah. Grandma grandma takes two hits and puts it away (laughs) (laughs) she saves the rest for later mom got a very high (laughs) tolerance she's over there with her edibles every night you know like half asleep on the couch (laughs) i gotta wake her up and tell
2: her to go to bed a lot of people do
3: edible kicks in (laughs) yeah yeah
2: exactly
0: well kaylee said okay so you're this just prompted my brain again your first experience with edibles and it was happened on a kind of momentous occasion or the eve of a momentous occasion. <laughs> what exactly was that?
3: So we had our sober grad trip for our senior, like, Sober
0: grad trip, grad for- trip and I'm gonna <laughs> do what?
3: For uh, our high school grad trip. And it was the day before. So we're like, let's get, you know, we didn't like to drink. So we're like, let's get, you know, super fucked up and then we'll, we'll be sober tomorrow when we're supposed right? to be sober. And we took these edibles, it was probably after midnight, first of all. So it was already getting kind of late to start yeah. dosing ourselves. <laughs> yes. Oh, so
0: you weren't really sober on that trip. You, after midnight, no, 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 you were tainted. I was changing. far from
3: sober. I was the most high I've ever been to this day. And I was high for like damn near 24 hours like (laughs) i I was high all so we drove down there you know in a charter bus i remember getting to where did you go to it was disneyland
0: oh yeah disneyland on (laughs) animals it
3: was an overnight overnight, like they shut down the whole park except for the you know a bunch of seniors from all over the state go so it was like you know you start in disneyland and then they shut down california adventure so it's all high school kids and then um then we ended up going to ESPN Zone, so we were basically up till six o'clock in the morning. Then we get back on the bus and drive home. I was high that whole time until I got back on the bus. And yeah, Space Mountain. I've never experienced Space Mountain like that. I get on Space Mountain, I'm like, oh, my outer God. space mountain. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, but that was
3: definitely a, an interesting experience. After that, I was I'm like, gonna have to try that next time. time. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely. The highest I've ever been
1: Wow what a way to do it I know well, Disney everything so was probably more nice. intensified huh? All the oh, rides you were
3: so, like, the whole car ride down there I slept the entire bus ride down <laughs> I didn't eat I didn't go to the bathroom I slept the whole time <laughs> and then we get down there and yeah we get on the first ride we get on is Space Mountain and we're like, like, <laughs> I get off my boyfriend at the time didn't know that I was high <laughs> so my best friend who is now my boyfriend yeah. of six years um, he, That's quite the, the time, bonding
0: experience. Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: we were, t- we, you know, we're sitting there. We're like, dude, we shouldn't have taken those edibles, and we're both, you know, like <laughs> so out of it, and we're trying to hide it from everyone else. And then, um yeah. again, the stigma. And then, <laughs> yeah, the stigma. And then, yeah, oh, now here or we are. Sober <laughs> night. <laughs> here we are, six years later. You know, we <laughs> we still laugh about that night. It's it was definitely a fun time, and every time we go to. Disneyland now, we take
0: <laughs> You have to. Yeah. yeah. You know? After that,
3: well, I was like, Space Mountain will never be the same again. We have no. to be
0: No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can never go without now. You well, never go without. I
3: look forward to taking my kids someday, being high on Space <laughs> Mountain. They're going to be having a great time. I'll be having an even, even better time.
0: There you go. <laughs> so, Cheetah, your daughter's 16. Yep. And she's going to, a year and a half, two years, whatever, down the line, she's going to go on that same trip.
1: <laughs> what if she partakes I think I honestly think she'll come to me I feel like I've done a good job with educating. like every time because you know I train so for that's what I do um in the industry and I'm a training director and so every time we get a new product I literally go home and do a little mini training session it's funny like okay so this is this and this is what it does (laughs) and they're like seriously I'm like sit down you're gonna learn about this product (laughs) so I really I honestly feel in my heart that if she wants to try anything I think she'll come to me Because she knows whatever um, she gets from me is going to be safe. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if, you know, if I'm going to give it to my kid, you know it's going to be something that won't hurt her. Um, I'd rather her come to me than get it off the street. Mm -hmm. 100%. I didn't even try cannabis until I got in the industry. So I went on, you know, my teenage years, it got past me. But I always saw the negative side of it. And I've seen people get crazy on it. But it probably was laced with who, God knows who, what, back then, right? Mm -hmm. And it looked like tar. It just, like so different than you're talking yeah. 20 plus years ago. Yeah. So now I'm thankful with regulation. I know it's some of it's like the wild OS was kind of fun, but what I'm very thankful for now that things are regulated is we're making it safe now. Yeah. And so that way people don't overdo it. And then the stigma states. Yeah. So now, you know, there has to be testing and to the billion, hey guys, cannabis is tested to the billionth degree. I just have to say, it's cleaner than the food you consume. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know how many people know this, mm-hmm. but there's certain things that can get through food that cannot pass through cannabis. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's super clean by the time it gets tested. Yeah. Molds, pesticides, toxins, mm-hmm. heavy metals, none of that. Back before regulations, who knows what we were smoking? Totally. Now. It has to go through this rigorous testing yeah. so that you know what you're putting in your body is okay for your body. We have a system called an endocannabinoid system that is naturally meant to take in this plant. Mm-hmm. I tell people that, and they're like, what? I'm like, did you know you're, you you um, were naturally born to take in cannabis? Yeah. And they're like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yeah, you are. It's science. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to... <laughs> Don't, don't try to argue that. with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I
2: know.
1: So yeah. I think just the more we talk about it, um, the more we'll break down that that mm-hmm. wall. Mm-hmm.
3: That For person sure. who, that probably tried to argue with you about it probably drank a
0: lot.
1: Yeah, they're Alcohol. hundred you know, percent on their fourth glass <laughs> of
0: wine, they're arguing with you how bad cannabis. And then is. when oh, you right. get cirrhosis
1: uh-huh. of the liver, don't come to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: I'm like, <laughs> I'm giving nobody my liver. I do not drink any alcohol. I get so sick, so I've given up all alcohol. I haven't had any since last <laughs> January. I refuse to have any, so I'm just like over here smoking yeah. outside by myself, you know. Everyone's, <laughs> and everyone's what? drinking. And in the as house. a mom,
2: that was a big deal to yeah. me. Yeah. I was that was something that was so scary to me when I, my kids were, you know, in high school was them going out to these parties and drinking and getting into a car right. with yes. someone. Yes. I always worst told thing them, in the world. Please call me. Do not ever get in a car with these, you know, stay by guys drinking. Like I don't care if it's of- three
1: in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It and,
2: and so it was kind of cool because they didn't really do either. Um, my younger one maybe was a little worse. Yeah, she's the little cheerleader, crazy girl. Now I'm just hanging out with those football players. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh oh. <laughs> I know you were. My, my daughter's daughter a no, no bubble no
0: bubblegum push for you. Yeah. No. yeah.
2: <laughs> so you know, I was honestly happy that both of my girls smoke cannabis and they don't really like drinking. Yeah. I that. To me, it feels makes me feel a lot better because I feel like, like you said, like at least the stuff they're getting now, it's all tested. Yeah. It's, you know, not just some whatever backyard something that who knows, you know, what they put in or whatever, you know, any of that stuff. Edibles, cartridges, Smoking all kind of stuff. Smoking it in a tin can. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I'm, <laughs> can. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I love cannabis. And I'm glad that they love it too.
0: <laughs> that is very great to hear. Yeah. And, and before we send today's show down the road, so... Um, the soccer moms of the world that are still in the closet <laughs> how do you get through to them and give them that one message that it's really okay and if anybody looks down on you it's just temporary that those are the people don't matter but you know cheetah Caitlin, carenza how do you talk to your kind of sisters out there and saying you know cannabis is really okay it's not what you think it's actually better than you think what's your word to them
2: i mean i obviously a lot all my friends know i smoke so (laughs) i'm always the one advocating like you know let's just smoke and chill type of thing instead of you know i'm you know i like doing that more so i'm like try to educate people also you know about like that's it's not what you think it is and and you can consume it in various ways this is like you know like her like some people don't want to smoke it okay well that's Mm -hmm. great try an edible but try the right you know try a low dose don't you know hit or hit the wall like not no, 100 like, milligrams yeah, before not, you go to
0: disneyland please Yeah.
2: Don't do <laughs> exactly. what <I> do. yeah. <laughs> so you know i i definitely try to talk to the people i come into contact with to try to give them that education like well if you don't like this try this or if you don't you know whatever so i think definitely trying to work through getting the stigma out of the way and i like Hopefully try to get them to smoke smoke instead of drink. Get yourself a stoner mom group. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, great idea. Breaks
0: every stigma Mm -hmm. in the world. There you
3: go. Group of friends. You can all smoke together while the kids are napping.
1: It's about having an open conversation, seeing Mm -hmm. if they're willing to have that conversation. And then it's all all about how you approach the situation. Mm -hmm. You know, if you keep the stigma up by being slang about and like, yeah, I'm just getting high. What if this person you know has an ailment? then mm-hmm. it's approaching it differently. Like I got my girlfriend's mom, who's super religious Mormon. When she found out I was in this industry, she wanted to disown me, but I knew she had really bad arthritis in her wrists. Mm-hmm. And I introduced her to a topical and it took some coaxing. And then she finally decided to try it. And she called me in tears mm-hmm. saying how she can move her wrists again. Yeah. And that was so heartwarming for me because it was just about approaching it as medicine for this person. And now she's going to the dispensaries herself. See? <laughs> and she wouldn't yes. have been caught dead yes. in a dispensary ever because she was so against it. Yes. But she had an ailment. Yes, And cannabis helped her with it. Well that was That's huge for sure. So it's about how you approach it. I just personally think it's just all about how you approach it will continue to break the wall down yeah. for those soccer moms and anybody else that is very against it at this time.
0: So cool. have that conversation. Because mm-hmm. yep. you know, guys out there we're kind of Neanderthal when it comes to speaking, <laughs> Get, hang around smart women, <laughs> women that use cannabis they are very smart. And you know what they're really, really moving in the cannabis industry taking over and it's a great thing. We're seeing a lot of good things coming out of that. So credenza Kaylin, please keep doing the great job you're doing with Dime and yeah. getting your products out there. Thank the you. macho tank that's is right. good, but from a woman's <laughs> perspective, it's nice. Cheetah, as always, I get enlightened by your education. Fantastic. Me, I'm just a Rocky man, and that's what we do. <laughs> so again, thank you guys today for coming out. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you. And we will listen and hear from our fans out there. Anything you want to know, please direct it to the Rocky and Cheetah show. You will find us online very soon. Reach out, and until then... Ciao, ciao from the next Rocky and Cheetah fan club.
1: Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.